You're chocolate chip Charlie. Well, I sure as hell ain't the Kentucky Colonel. Hello and welcome to 60MW Podcast. I'm Chris and in this episode, as always, I am joined by the man who just can't get enough of the stuff. It's Mr. Adam Parry. Hello. Happy New Year. Welcome to Season 3. It's, uh, oh, is this Season 3? Is this well, our it's, third it's, or fourth year? I think it's our third, isn't it? I thought we'd done three years. Have we? I, are you sure? I, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> you sprung this on me. Um, I'm sure it's... Oh. Ooh. 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 We didn't start the start of the year, did we? B- bollocks, man. All right. Um, Damn it. We, I wanted it to be like an official start of a season, but I don't know which one it is now. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I know that Alan, has, he does that with uh, the Wild Ride, like, you know, has official seasons and stuff, but we've never really done that, have I we? Know. I just thought I'd start it as a, you know... As a, um, what do you call it? There's a thing there that people do. Um, da, 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 da. What am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> uh, 2019, September 2019. Mm, so. Well, that, ah, ah, that was a, that was a, um, right. So, so 2019 was our prologue. So 2020 was our proper first season series. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Welcome to season three. <laughs> I stand by my claim. Yeah, because in t- in well, our prologue, as you want to call it, we did Biggles. Uh, four movies. Ooh, four movies. We? Yeah, we did. Ooh, Biggles, Blue Jean Cop, The Beastmaster, and Return of the Living Dead was our Christmas show. Remember, we were a little bit more. Um, what do we call it? Uh, uh, ooh, uh, prolific. That's the bastard. Yes. Yes. Well, I don't know. I think we're generally we're doing all right. To be fair. We've... Yeah. That was season zero. That was episode zero. That that was it. That yes. was, there you go. Well, anyway, we are long away from that. We'll, we've got tons and tons of shows under our belt, and the purpose of the show is to revisit films from our childhood, to go back, and if we had fond memories of them, haven't seen them for years, to re-examine whether they are still good or not. And generally speaking, I think with the vast majority of them, other than maybe a couple of three of which have been a bit of you know stunk the place out. I think we've been all right, haven't we? I think yeah. the films that we've watched, they've either been really good or they've been just okay. I don't think there's been much shit, has there? No, I, mean, I, th- I think generally we have a good time. We've, yeah, there's a couple of stinkers. I think I, yeah, I think it was mainly me, wasn't it? I did two in a row. I, uh, what was it? I can't remember. Uh, Spaceballs and Golden Child. I, I did oh, yes. enjoy those. That's right, yes. Spa- the, yeah. Um, I mean, we've but, had some shit films, but they've been enjoyable to talk about, whereas those two were kind of neither. Yeah, well, that's it. So, what you saying? It wasn't good to talk to me. No, about you those know films. what I mean. You delicate flower, you. <laughs> um, of course, no. That's the thing. See, I mean, regardless of the quality of the film, uh, it's if it was good, uh, then that's a bonus. But if not, then um, we still have a good time. Uh, we always have a good time. So, yeah. uh, otherwise, we wouldn't have been doing this for three years. <laughs> um, can't believe it's been three years. Wow. I know. Um, 
So anyway, uh, this was your idea many, many, many years. Well, three years ago, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, 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 this was your idea to to go back to a, the films of our childhood. Now, as some people may have picked upon uh, from my little intro, uh, introducing yourself, we are going back to 1985, and we are talking about a film directed by Larry Cohen, and it is called The Stuff. The stuff. The stuff. It's like the blob. You can't say blob. Can yeah, you? It, is, it is very much like the blob. The stuff. You've got to emphasize. The actual words, the stuff, appear far more in this film than the words the blob do in the blob. Yes, the stuff. Um, I am. Um, no, I watched this last night, as did you, I believe. Um, yes. So it's fresh in the memory. Uh, but I am dying to know. Because this was your pick, I should point out. We we alternate picks, but this was was your choice to to watch and talk about. What are your memories of the stuff? Well, I mean, I'm not saying this was never like a firm favourite of mine. It was one where which I used to see the. Um, I think it was before I really got into renting out horror films, but the cover was always in the uh, in the corner shop on, on their small wall of VHS cassettes. It was always in. Did your when you used to rent videos? Did your place, if, if like a little corner shop or something, did they ever used to like split the different shelves into genres? Sometimes, yes. I mean, yeah. porn at the top, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, electric blue, yeah, yeah. It was like electric blue and razzle, best of nineteen eighty six or whatever. <laughs> then it was like horror shelf, horror shelf. Then you sort of action shelf, yeah. Family shelf, kiddie shelf, and yeah. You know, each each shelf held about. 10 videos if that so there wasn't you know the choice choice was quite slim overall but um always remember seeing the stuff i used to stand on my toes and pick it up look on the back of it and see someone with a big gaping maw i thought oh, one day i'll watch that and uh, i didn't uh but then my friend at the time who i've spoken to about before who had the house full of um acquired video cassettes uh, in plastic boxes everywhere, he had a copy of the stuff. So I borrowed that and watched it. And that's the only time I've seen it. Until, um, did I suggest this last week or the week before? Uh, we were doing a bit of Recently. tidying. Yeah, yeah. And I found a box. And in that box was some old DVDs. And I found a, um, I found a box of B-movies. And it had the stuff on it. And I was like, ooh, hello. That's good. Because it, it wasn't my first choice. Mm-hmm. I think I had about four films that I wanted to watch. Which were all on Netflix and Amazon. Uh, only as the, as the new year cometh in, they all seem to have disappeared off both Amazon and Netflix. Mm, so, annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Left me scratching my balls a little bit. But then, yes, um, fate gave me a trove of treasure because there's more and, than and one film go. in that box set that I'm gonna I'm gonna pick at. Ooh. Well, yes, because you did say um, at the end of our last season, if we're going to go down that route, um, that you. Basically made your picks for this year already. Yes. So I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that great. went well. Um, no, that's fine. But so, do you remember liking the stuff? Um, and and how old were you when you watched it? Roughly, uh, I'm gonna hazard a guess, maybe eight-ish, mm-hmm. possibly. Um, I'm trying to think. I would have definitely been in middle school, judging by where my friend lived at the time. So yeah, eight. Eight nine, I'd say, um, and well, he used to sell stuff and oh, this is the scariest film ever, and then he'd watch something else and go, oh, this is the scariest film ever, 
and then he gave me a copy of uh, Dario Dario Argento's Demons. Uh, although he was one of those people who didn't say demons, he said demoned. Demoned. Oh, gets on my tits. <laughs> Mispronunciation of words like that. And he said, he watched it once and refused to watch it again. So he, he actually pinched it out of the collection and gave it to me because he didn't want it in his house because it scared him so much. Really? But, uh, See, I've, I've never seen that. Is that the one where I think the video cover shows them coming out of a cinema or something like that? Or is it... I can't, yes. Do they come right. out of a cinema? Is yeah. There at one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you've never seen that? No, I've not seen that. Oh. I've got I've I've got it recorded uh, like you know we're just on the you know the the, the TiVo box, Virgin box, whatever you want to call it, yeah. um to watch at some point, but uh, no, I've not got around to watching it. Ooh, may, maybe one day that might pop up, yeah, who knows. Mm. But uh, yeah, so he he thought it was really scary and I I can't remember being scared of it, but I I I'll be honest, I couldn't remember that much about it apart from I knew I knew where the stuff was. You know, I sort of knew part of the climax, and I knew what it was. But as far as the characters of the film, I couldn't remember jack shit about it. Um, mm. So there was, yes, lots of surprises when I watched it last night, and things that I definitely can't remember. But um, mm. we'll get there. Yes, of course. Um, now, so from my point of view, I'm very similar to yourself in as much as that it's got a very memorable um video cover you know it's it's one of those look i would have seen in the the video shop and it probably would have scared me a little bit because it's it, it shows like you said somebody with a face kind of like with their hands clawing at their face and white stuff oozing out of their eyes and mouth and then there's a, another one where it's like you know there's the green sort of like you know shrouded face and mm-hmm. stuff coming out the mouth it's pretty full-on i yeah. mean uh, you know, but I mean, the tone of the movie and what kind of actual movie this wants to be is another thing. Because based on that, you think it's like you said, a proper full on horror. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it's not very subtle, uh, particularly, but it does grab the attention, which is what video boxes were all about back then. It's similar to um, Bad Taste, you know, yes. the, the which has got an alien sticking his finger up and carrying an AK-47 or, or something like that. You know, so... That's it, isn't it? They, they were all vying for your attention. Um, but I'd never actually watched it when I was a kid. Ooh. And I remember I remember having conversations with my friends in the playground because just talking about the poster, it's like, oh, the stuff, you know. And then we'd probably make up our own little stories of, you know, if, if you've got a yogurt, is it the stuff? Or, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're eating the stuff. Just it's stupid things like that. But it was only later on in life that I actually watched it. <laughs> now, I looked in my mum and dad's bedroom and my dad was was throwing stuff over my mum's face. <laughs> oh, God. Oh dear. Um, yeah. Well, it probably says more about me than it does about. But I, I actually fancied eating some of the stuff just by. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it looked quite nice. Um, anyway, um, but no. So it was only later on in life, and it, I may have been a teenager or in my twenties. But it's one of those where you think, ooh we used to talk about the stuff and you know i i've never ever watched it that's it's one of those like 80s movies so i watched it and i never watched it again and i can't i couldn't remember much about it other than it's got michael moriarty in it and um you know he, he's some kind of investigator or ex-fbi some bullshit like that it's like and then there's people with the stuff coming out their faces and just that's pretty much all i could remember of it um 
I, I, I could I remember not necessarily not saying not necessarily enjoying it, but just thinking, well, that wasn't what I expected. Mm. Um, but I couldn't remember anything else other than when I watched it last night, and then you know, it's just wow. I must have blanked a lot from my memory. <laughs> There's a lot goes on in this film, which I don't remember at all. No. Um, so anyway, yeah, now the director, Larry Cohen, I must admit, uh, uh, not a name that jumps out at me. He looks as it from IMDb, passed away in uh, on the 23rd of March 2019 uh, at the age of 82. Um, in terms of the movies he's directed, again, I'll, I'll go through a few just to see if there's any that spring to mind i haven't seen it but i've remember seeing the trailer for it from 1990 called the ambulance uh it's got james earl jones in it and um uh, eric roberts which may always makes me think of um best of the best yeah uh no never seen that and when you said the ambulance i don't know why i just expected it to have nick cage in it Uh, yeah uh, yeah uh, uh, anyway um Oh, oh, or or who was that other guy who was sort of like quite big in the nineties? Fuck, he was in Lawnmower Man. He was always in those kind. He was in loads of nineties movies, and he oh, was uh, shit. He played the the guy that turns into the Lawnmower Man. Fuck, oh, or he, oh uh, that's going to annoy me. Yeah, no I'll find idea. Him. Anyway, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Um, he, uh, you know, I, I thought, oh, he's in that, but actually, no, it's it's um, Eric Roberts. Um, so let me just go back to his movies. I was typing in Lawnmower Man. I got distracted then. Um, so he did the stuff in 1985. Cue the Winged Serpent uh, from 1982. Remember seeing that? I've way, heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, way back when, in um, when it was on BBC Two when I was a kid. But I don't remember a great deal. Other than it, I think it had a stop motion sort of like serpenty, dragony type thing. Um, and yeah, that's about it, really. Those those are the only movies. Oh, is that, that it? Well, he has done other movies, but Christ knows I've never actually seen them. Um, it, having looked at it, actually, he's he's got more writing credits that he seems to. I think he's responsible for um, the Maniac Cop movies. Okay. Um, I was going to say, does he write scripts with lots of words? Because this film certainly has a lot of words. Yeah, he, well, he did um, uh, an episode or a few episodes of Columbo from looking at it. Um, he's He did one with um, Brian Dennehy and James Woods called Bestseller. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's done... Oh, Phone Booth with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Um, uh, have you seen that one where it, it, Joel Schumacher directed it? Uh, not, no, I haven't, actually. I know uh, the trailer, I know of the film, but never watched it. Colin Farrell, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, he's, he's... I think, like I said, he's got... He's, got more writing credits that I'm aware of than he has actual directing stuff. Um, in terms of the, the cast, um, like I said, Michael Moriarty, I've seen him in different things, nothing major. I think he was in Law and Order at one point. Um, Paul Sorvino, who plays Colonel Spears. Yeah. He's, uh, is he Paulie in Goodfellas? He is. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Um, playing totally against character in this kind of this movie you know, like normally you kind of expect him to be a bit like a gangstery type dude don't you like you said yeah. i guess from um goodfellas um then you've got uh, who else danny aiello um who, who again i think he's passed away recently uh yeah 2019 he was 86 uh so i remember him from different movies um again sort of italian american yeah sort of, uh, you know, so I don't know if there was a thing going on uh, or whatever. But um, then you've got a character 
who's called um, Chocolate Chip Charlie. Yeah. Uh, played by Garrett Morris. Um, and then uh, that's about it, really. Um, yeah. Andrea, I'm not sure he pronounced her surname, Markovici, who plays Nicole. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's about it, really, uh, for I the just cast. Had one of my questions confirmed about the two children in the film. Uh, they are actually related, yeah. Yes. So you've got two kids. You've got Jason, who's played by Scott Bloom, and then you've got uh, Jason's brother. <laughs> Has he actually got a name? Just says Jason's brother. I did wonder. I always just wrote him down as brother. Uh, who's Brian Bloom, who I've heard of before. Um, so, yeah. Um, now... Have you got a synopsis for this film? Yeah, I, I'm, I'll admit I'm a little bit disappointed there's no Metacritic, but never mind. Mm, never yeah. mind, you can't have everything. So, the synopsis is thus. Uh, a delicious, mysterious goo that oozes from the earth is marketed as the newest dessert sensation. But the tasty treat rots more than the teeth when zombie-like snackers who only want to consume more of the strange substance at any cost begin infesting the world. There you go. That's actually quite a substantial synopsis, actually, really, yeah. isn't it? Usually it's yogurt does things. Yes. That's what I was expecting. That's it. Um, so this has got a 5.9 out of 10 on Metacritic out of 16,000 ratings. Um, it's on for an hour and 27 minutes. And um, yeah. Now, I did this last time. Uh, I sprung it on you. I thought it'd be a bit of fun. So I'm going to do it this time. So... What? Da, 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 da. what were the highest grossing films of 1985 mm. i'll let you give you into clue i'll let God. you into a clue yeah, the on. stuff the stuff wasn't one of them oh what uh <laughs> so let right. me let me oh so you're ready for this then right I uh, well some... no obviously because it's uh, well, me, but, i'll yeah. give you the actors i'll give you the actors and all the directors and i'm sure you'll get them so i'll start off at number 10 so uh chevy chase um and dan Aykroyd. Oh, um... Got, got a song by Paul McCartney. Oh, bollocks. Um... Uh, something Like Us. Spies Like Us. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, okay. Um, Annoying Kids. Shout a lot. I'm not a fan. You oh, are. Goonies. Yes. That's number nine. Um, Harrison Ford. Um, he's a cop. And he goes to live with the Amish. Oh, uh, presumed innocent. Oh no, that's from nineteen ninety. You haven't seen this. I remember actually from our uh, sledgehammer conversations. Uh, It's uh, uh, Indiana Jones and the Amish Vagina. That would be fun. Uh, Witness. Uh, Uh, I don't think you've seen that one. Uh, Ooh, uh, Mm. Kathleen Turner and um, uh, Doug. uh, What's his face? Uh, Married. That's the one. Married. Uh, Jewel of the Nile. Yes. Because we had romancing the stone the year before, didn't we? There you go. Uh, ooh, this one. Steve Guttenberg. Load, loads of old people. Never seen oh, it. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, you cretinous irk. If I'd have known that, that should have been a cocoon. Yes. Why would I want to watch a film about fucking old people? And No, he doesn't fuck old people. <laughs> I don't know. It just passed me by. Anyway, um, ooh, I've not seen this one. Meryl Streep. Um, and it's... I have no idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I might struggle there. Um, yeah, um, directed by Sidney Pollack. That's not uh, going to help you. It's got Robert Redford in it as well. Out of... Diaphragms. 
Uh, no, out, out of Africa. Oh. So, wow, that was the top five of highest grossing movie of, of 1985. Wow. Oh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Never seen it. Um, Jumping Jack uh, Flash. No, uh, it's got... Um, uh, I think it's directed by Steven Spielberg. And um, it's got. A, it's about a colour. Um, oh, the colour purple. Yes, that's the one. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, it's got Sylvester Stallone in it. Cobra. It's got a robot. Oh, a, ro- a robot? Yeah, he's got a robot. Oh, Rocky IV. Yes. Uh, oh, another Sylvester Slow movie. Wow, he had a couple Cobra. of good years. No. Uh, Over the top. No, no, it's the second one. What? They drew... F- Rambo First Blood 2 Part 2. That's the one. Oh, um, where we go, where we're going, we don't need roads. <clears throat> oh, Back to the Future, duh. Well, no, actually, it's oh. part one, but I oh, fucked right. it up. I just knew you'd get the clue. Anyway, yeah, so there you go. So those are the top ten movies of 1985. I paid more attention in 1984, apparently. Mm. Um, well, like I said, I haven't seen uh, some of those movies. So um, there you go. I can't I... believe you've not seen Cocoon. Should I? Is it, is it really good? Maybe we'll cover it one day. I mean, who okay. doesn't want to see old people break dancing and getting into fist fights and... Pretending to have sex. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's actually might sounds up, up my alley. Um, right. Now, uh, so I think, well, uh, we, we'll move on to the trailers then, really, shouldn't mm. we? I, th- I feel like I'm kind of, I'm, I'm building the anticipation to talk about this film. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not quite sure why. Um, so, now, I put a link in for two trailers. You did. Uh, and I don't, have you watched both of yes, them? Yes, I have. So the first one is a more modern take on it, which is actually really good, yeah. I think, the way that it sets it up. I think it's an Arrow trailer, which I may put in now. The ship is here now, great new day sensation, light and free now, but to elevation, enough is never enough, enough is never enough of the stuff. The stuff, the taste that makes you hungry for more, the stuff. We interrupt this presentation with the following urgent message. Tonight, America is in grave danger. We are under alien attack by a popular dessert known as The Stuff. Here, Jason, take some. No, don't eat that. There is something alive in there. Tasty. There's something alive in yogurt. It's called benign bacteria. If the stuff is in your house, do not eat it. If you have it on your shelves, do not sell it. If you distribute this material, close your doors, make no more sales. And then you've got the other one, which is the original theatrical trailer. No, don't eat that. I saw it moving the refrigerator. Here, Jason, take some. There is something alive in there. They're good for us, Jason. They kill the bad things inside us. 
must be a side effect of eating too much dessert. What did you think of the trailers? I thought the Arrow one was good. I had my suspicions, A, because the picture was clean, and B, there was, like, special effects on the Slurpee Stuff font. Um, but it was done well that it was, the like, the advert with the warning at the bottom and almost like it was being interrupted by a by a pirate broadcast type thing warning you about the stuff. I thought that was pretty good. Mm, it's very clever, isn't it? Yes. Um, and, and then, yeah, like the second one, uh, it's it's kind of... It's fine. It's it is pretty standard, yeah. isn't it? It's like, it is what it is. Um but it does set that the, they both, and particularly the first one, they do set it up as a horror film. Yes, don't they? They do. Uh, so, um, well, anyway, um, we've done the trailer stuff, haven't we? Yes. So, now, how many pages of notes did you write for this film? Oh shit! The bed. I've done eight and two lines. Ooh. And I'll be so honest, I... I could have wrote more, but I think I gave up because my head was hurting. okay uh i gave this uh not gave it even sorry i um wrote six and a half pages crikey i think i was just trying to cap i was trying to catch up with the sheer amount of scenes because there's a lot yeah i know i must admit i didn't make a note of all of the dialogue oh no i didn't because there's, there's there's a lot of it and it's very quick um some characters never shut the fuck up and yeah they do like to they don't like scenes that seem to last more than 20 seconds in parts of the film it's like a michael bay film in parts but without yeah. the, without the vomit inducing movement yeah should say that based on what i've read this movie wasn't particularly successful at all um <laughs> the the studio weren't happy with it there's a longer cut apparently oh, which uh, I mean, has additional <laughs> <laughs> As additional scenes with Michael Moriarty and um, the the woman uh, who he's with, and there's supposed to be this kind of romance thing going on with them, um, which makes a bit more sense now, I guess, seeing as you know. Yeah, I'm assuming then all of the cut scenes are those little five or ten second bits of script or something that could have tied more of the film together. Mm. <laughs> maybe, make, yeah. make, maybe just make it seem a bit more like it's a straight line rather than wiggly bits through time in places yeah um so should mm. we get into it then yes um it, i mean it, it's it doesn't open up with any titles nope. or anything no. it's, it's just because i watch this on youtube there's a, a 1080p version which uh you, so you watch this on was no, it video? no no i actually ended up watching it on youtube as well oh, right. although i found it i couldn't be bothered to get it out of the case because i'm so lazy and modern so uh, you okay fair off. enough i'll watch that and i have to admit that i did I pressed play, and then I had to try and... I did want to try and check to see if it had missed part of the film. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a cold opening, and then there's this that feels like you're halfway through a scene. It's, yeah, 
it's just like you've you've walked into a film at the cinema, you know, you're a few minutes late and yeah. you've just missed the start, you know, credits or whatever. It's like, shit. But no, he's, so, it, you know, this old bloke and he's walking around, it's night time, uh, and it, it, he's just walking around. There's loads of white stuff. It looks like it's snowing yeah. almost. I think it, no, it's, it's snowing, isn't it? But you, Is it? Yeah. See, I, I, I wasn't sure if the stuff's like... Well, the stuff, not the, the is it the st- yeah. Anyway, yeah. I wasn't sure if it, the stuff was falling out of the sky or if that's the oh, first no, time just, he's discovered no, it. I thought he was walking through the snow and he just found a bubbling puddle of bubbling, oh, crap it out, a bubbling puddle of jizz. Well, see, and it gurgles and uh, and then he decides to stick his finger in it and lick it. Yeah, I mean, obviously <laughs> the most natural thing that you do is oh, this weird bubbling stuff that's making a sound. So I'll taste it. Mm. Not my first and- thought. And he does, and he goes, oh, it's mighty good. Um, and then a, another bloke walks over to him. He's like, what are you doing? And and he's he gets his finger, and he goes, yeah, have some of this. Yeah, like, try this suck- weird floor sperm that I've just found. Suck my finger. <laughs> it's pretty much... I'm like, okay, you guys must know each other quite well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's an, an odd... Um, just it, it just opens, doesn't it? Yeah. You know. Um, well, that, that's the cold. We're still not the title. The title kind of just happens because the, the old fellow with the beard says, "Oh, I wonder how much of it there is. We, maybe we could sell it." And I'm thinking, well, there's loads of problems there, but okay, I'll, I'll run with it. And it, then it cuts to a small child with an overly large head in his bedroom. It, yes, and, and, and he's, he's, he's been bitten by mosquitoes, apparently. Yeah. He's he's got allergies or he's been bitten because yeah. he's got his <clears throat> windows open, uh, and uh, he goes downstairs to the fridge. Well, as he get he gets out of bed and as he walks to close his window, that's when we get the title card come up. Yeah, it's I, very odd. Why not have it in between the scenes? Why just think I'm twenty seconds into this scene now? I'll put the title card up. I, I, yeah, it's an I, odd decision. It is very odd. Um, so, but anyway, like I said, he goes downstairs because he's hungry, yeah. and uh, so Ooh, he opens. Up- sorry, <laughs> oh god, I'm an interrupting twat tonight. Um, <laughs> as it runs through the cast, as he's going down the stairs, Patrick O'Neill's name pops up, and it's inside a box. Okay, he's got an outline box like a like a Microsoft Excel cell. So that's how special he is. He's got his own box. I must admit, you paid way more attention to the um, the titles. So who's that? Patrick O'Neill. Yes. Uh, who is Patrick O'Neill? Oh, oh, he's um, he plays Fletcher, the sort of the CEO or head of the company. Oh, is um, that his name? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh, oops, I hit my microphone. Um, yeah. So he opens the fridge and he sees there's like um. The, the the sort of like the tubs of stuff they're they're a bit like um, you know Hagen Dars or whatever it what's yeah, the Ben and Jerry's what that kind of it thing seems got. to have the consistency more of like marshmallow fluff or whatever it yeah. is that American people put in their sandwiches or toast. Yeah, it does. It it does look very sort of. It's not quite yogurt because it's yeah. a, it's not as liquidy as yogurt, but it's not quite ice cream or milkshake either. Yeah, it's very airy. I don't think a tub of the stuff would weigh much. No, um, but um, yeah. So he, he see, but he sees it sort of like moving, yeah, and and going back into the tub. What's it doing? I don't like, know. Did it? <laughs> did somebody spill it and not put it back? And it's like, oh shit! I need to get back in yeah. my tub. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I'm just gonna slurp around the fridge looking at stuff. I'm gonna move you about the not fr- looking fridge at stuff because anybody looking at it at itself, looking at things. Yeah, what's it doing? I don't, I don't understand. 
I don't know. Is it? I mean, like the you, stuff's motivation was never clear. <laughs> it's never really explained, is it? No. Where this stuff has come from, and you know, uh, it, although it's suggested that it's an alien thing, but it, it, I mean, I suppose it's a bit like the blob, isn't it? You know, there's there's definitely parallels with the blob. No, the blob's definitely an alien because it comes from space. Yeah. Whereas this is just bubbling up from the ground, and it's mentioned that it comes from the center of the earth. So I'll be saying the center of the earth is just made of stuff. Is well, it an old what, alien that's just bubbling around? I don't know. See, see, that's why I didn't. That's why I thought when it was looked like it was snowing, that was actually the stuff. It was coming down from the sky, and that's why I thought, oh, is that stuff? But anyway, I've said stuff probably about a hundred times in yeah. the last two minutes. But you uh, said it about naught point three percent the amount it gets said in this film. Oh well, yeah, uh, I should have called you a stuffy. <laughs> 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 we'll get to that though. Um, so anyway. Um, so he's a bit freaked out by this, and yeah. then he gets scared by his dad, who's a right bastard. He is a I mean, I thought, <laughs> I thought I was a bit of a mean dad sometimes, but his dad grills him. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You know, he could have scared me. I thought you were a burglar or something. Um, and then he smacks his ass yeah. like he spanks him. Yeah, gives him he? the right clump around the buttock cheeks, and he sends him back to bed because obviously uh, Jason tells his dad that the stuff's moving. Well, open the fridge, then. The tub is just sat there innocently. You can almost hear the stuff whistling as if not to draw attention to itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then his dad eats a bit of the stuff. Yes. Uh, he fucking loves it, doesn't he? He does. Um, and then strange, because it has no context no. with anything at this point in time. You could... I mean, it makes a bit more sense a few scenes down the line. But right now, you get a woman... With a weird fucking voice. That's exactly what I put. She had the weirdest fucking voice. When I was a little girl, I didn't think there was anything that I liked better than ice cream. Now I'm a big girl. And I've decided there's something I like better. Much better. It's called the stuff. And believe me, enough is never enough. Look, huh, you like the stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and she's got, a, yeah, she's got a fur coat on and she's kind of, it's like almost like a TV advert, yeah. but it just doesn't have any context to the scene or to the situation or to anything at all. When I because was not a girl, I liked ice cream. Now as a grown woman, I like the stuff. <laughs> because... You, there are other adverts that um, are shown, but you actually see them being played on a TV, so yes. you know it's an advert. This Whereas is just this is, a scene. It, it, it's very strange. Um, and then you go to a boat, um, <laughs> like a yacht, where you know you've got these businessmen, and they're all trying to figure out what the stuff is. Yeah, apparently we have a group of international dessert CEOs planning industrial <laughs> espionage. Which <laughs> is never a sentence I've written down. No. Um, and so they invite this investigator to um, to find out what's going on, to get involved with industrial espionage. Yeah. Um, and uh, so this is where you're introduced to Michael Moriarty's character, who, um, no, he, his name is different to what's on, what, what he actually what people call him because he's known as david on imdb yeah he does say his name's david once in the film doesn't he but does he okay but but he has this line i mean it's got to be it's the most amazing chat up line so anyway (laughs) now 
what what do you think about him? I mean, let, let me just describe him. So he's a guy. He wears a suit with cowboy boots. He sounds like he's from the south uh, of America. So you know, sort of Kentucky-ish. You know, he sounds like a slightly drunk but gentler-voiced foghorn leghorn. That that's exactly yeah. And that's what also, I was also yeah. I'm assuming uh, Daniel Craig is a big fan of this film. Because Daniel Craig in Knives Out seems to be doing a Mo Rutherford impression. Right. Okay. So, um, and he come he he comes on board and he just he doesn't shut the fuck up. No. And also he's I think he's he's going for that like I said that kind of deep south you know bumpkin style persona acting stupid or whatever uh, just to you know let people let their guard down and and all this that but because he's talking to them and he's going he's like shaking their hands it's like oh you got sweaty palms you got sweaty palms and he's just got this weird way of talking yeah. just generally it's just well, see, sir i didn't know what i didn't do but he speaks in riddles a lot mm. of the time and uh and then he, he's also um i guess i guess just to show how clever he is he he, he lets them know that he's planted some listening devices on yeah. them the night before they're or very, something being the 1980s they're very subtle as well it's like having a <laughs> fucking pocket watch put in your fucking pocket and not <laughs> noticing um but no he introduced them as uh, mo rutherford yes. uh and do you know why they call me mo because <laughs> whenever money's talking or something like that i want mo Every i want mo I'm offered money i want mo <laughs> and he, he adapts that as well to his situation it's the same gag the same yeah. thing it's uh and then it just this, there's this one guy who's sort of like giving him a bit of shit or whatever. He's talking about it because, yeah. you know, he re- he's reveals... He's FBI, isn't he? He was booted yeah, out of yeah. the FBI and the bodyguard doesn't like it. And um, I suppose he says, ah, no one's as dumb as I look. So he's obviously playing a character. He's a bit cleverer than he's coming across. Yeah. Or no one's as dumb as I seem. Mm, I don't know. But then he, he just punches this fellow in the face and breaks his jaw, apparently. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if, like, going back to, you know, this uh, the director, Larry Cohen, wrote some Columbo. So maybe he's trying to style him on Columbo. Now, apparently, Michael Moriarty and Larry Cohen have worked together a lot. He's in a lot of his films. Um, so they must have got on well together. Yeah. Um, so then we go back to the older brother now, and um, he's having breakfast and he's not eating the stuff at no. this point. He's actually eating some breakfast. Um, but he asked, he's, he's asked to go and get his, his brother up. Um, and then they they all have his conversation about, there's some stuff. Let's eat the stuff. Because his mom's lost loads of weight while she's been eating it. And, you know. Um, and But he tells them that it's been moving. You yeah. can't eat it. Um and then he knocks it out of their hand. Yeah. But the mom, the mom's like, "Oh, it cleans up so well." Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I hope she goes, yeah. Jason knocks it and runs away. Dad's not happy. The brother thinks he's a lunatic, and she's like, "She goes, I hope the stains come out." And I'm like, "Well, what stains? It's just white foamy stuff. It's not like jizz in black boxer shorts. It's going to come out quite quickly." <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, and then it's low but in then- calories, good tasting. And it can, and it doesn't clean. Well, it doesn't doesn't even spot. And it's like, why are you obsessed with cleaning it, woman? You weirdo. Mm. Um, but then Mo's in a lab, and he's getting oh, yeah, some yeah. some stuff <clears throat> tested. But he's going to have to steal some stuff to to find out what's going on. Why do you have to steal it? <laughs> you can buy it off the shelves. That I is don't true. Quite... That is true. I mean, I was wondering where's the. 
I'm, I'm struggling here because he doesn't belong to any. He does. He's not FBI, so he's a lone gun. Yet he has access to a science lab. I use lab in a in a fairly broad sense. He's, he seems to have access to a team of scientists, hmm. and um, they say like we don't know any of the ingredients, and they say, well, can't we just can't we just make them tell us? And it turns out, uh, yeah, there's um, God, I can't read my fucking writing. Uh, <laughs> uh, no ingredients disclosed because uh, it's protected by FDA's statute of identities. Oh, like, like, Coke. like Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was think I was thinking, why don't they just well, they just make them give them the ingredients, and then they, but then they said that, and I was like, yes, of course, because they don't have to. Much like KFC, like the Colonel's special recipe. Mm, mm. Um. So, but now the previous scene with the woman in a fur coat makes a bit more sense because you actually get a stuff advert mm. which has women in bikinis or you know swimming wear and and fur, fur coats. coats. <laughs> just eating stuff, just walking along a catwalk, eating stuff. How many of them? There's about 20 different models. I, None of them are particularly yeah. foxy. But, uh, I mean, the, the, the song in the background, it's about jizz, isn't it? It's not about the fucking stuff. <laughs> How does it go again? Well, I, one lick is never enough of the stuff. It's just jizz, <laughs> come on. It's going to spunk the film, this. It's not about jizz. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, but then Mo starts talking to the director of the movie. What's her name? Is it Catherine, is it? Uh, Nicole. No, Nicole, sorry. Um, and, uh, but he pretends to be something else as well, doesn't he? Like, yeah, he wants well, to I buy her company. i confused here because, A, he manages to walk in and just tells everyone to stop filming. Um, <laughs> and they do. Uh, and then I got, yeah, he was... Con- he starts by trying to convince her to do a campaign for some petroleum-based stuffy company thing and then says, oh, no, I was lying. I'm actually going to buy your company and put you in charge because of the good job you've done with the stuff. Mm. And she seems to buy it. I mean, she, she does she does get her, I'm assuming it's a PA Mitzi to do a background Assistant. check. Yeah, yeah. But that never goes anywhere. And then they kind of flirt. She seems to, she seems to give the impression that she'll fuck him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's managed to shoot. He's managed to shut down an advert. The director's fucked off, and just let, I, oh mm, yeah. I mean, there's power of persuasion, but dang. Because mm, she says to her assistant, oh, you know, check him out and also go and buy me a dress or skip me another dress yeah. or something like that. Um, okay. Um, and so then we cut back to uh, the kid again, Jason. Uh, whenever I hear the word Jason, I always think of um, Jason. What's oh, that fucking film uh, game? Even David Cage. Oh, uh, heavy rain. There you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, supermarket and it's selling stuff by the bucket Everyone's load. Everyone's buying stuff. Jason oh, they turns love it. up. He looks like a little midget Herman Munster because his head's massive. <laughs> and. Uh, and he just starts going ape shit, smashing well, the place up. Well, before that, you know, he walks up an aisle and there's some little black kid eating stuff before they've bought it. Oh, I had to, oh I sat there yes. thinking, you rotten cunts. You don't fucking, <laughs> you don't start eating it before you paid for it. Fucking ate it. Oh, that's right, because he, he takes it off him, doesn't yeah. he? He takes it off this kid. Um, and then falls over. Not, yeah. Actually, he doesn't do a bad, it's not a bad fall for a scrawny kid with a massive skull. Hmm. Um... But then, 
So he then he, he gets a like a is it a broom or something or a I, stick? I or think he start, it's he a, starts, broom, a broom handle. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, but he starts smashing things up like he's smashing the refrigerators yeah. and that plastic. But, that and the, plastic glass breaks very easily. It does. Now there's a couple of employees who are stacking up tubs of stuff. Um, they're doing it very precariously. I yeah. have to say they've sort of like stacked it up with like a triangular sort of shape. But then, does it need to be in the fridge? I don't know because, yeah, yeah. There's some are in the fridge, some aren't in the fridge. There's a pyramid there. There's some in the flat fridge. There's some behind the door. Then there's ones just stacked up on everything. I don't know. I don't know the storage instructions of the stuff. And also, just have one big pile of stuff, but they've just got like piles of stuff in different shapes and in different places. And mm. Jason just starts twatting them all. These morons take ages to react, and then eventually it takes three of them to take down this little monster. Yeah, three, three, pin him down. Um, and then we go to, because Mo then goes to Danny Aiello's house, yes. who works for the FDA. Um, and he is the one that apparently tested the stuff. His name's Vickers, yeah. I think. For, um, and then he's got a dog. It's, uh, is it like a Doberman uh, style dog? I think it is. A, a, yeah, definitely a Doberman style, isn't it? And I was confused by the dog because I... I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be friendly or not because well, kind of growling as Moe's at the door, but then he's not growling. Then he is yeah. growling. He's not. I mean, get kind of get. I, I think I get it. I'm not entirely sure to be honest. But he, he's a bit restless, isn't he? He's sort of, you know, um, uh, Friday night dinner, and yeah. you've got Br- Brian, and he's got the dog, um, and and he's scared of the dog. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, it is Brian, isn't it? I think so. <sighs> The guy who turns up at the door anyway, and he's yeah. annoying, and he's and he's like he's got this alsatian, but it, Wilson, who if for everybody who's not seen Friday Night Dinner, it's fucking it's a brilliant show, but um, he's got this dog, and he's it's like he's scared of the dog. He walks the dog, he loves the dog, but if the dog even looks at him, he's sort of like he, he, he flinches and he, he run, you know he's Ugh! and and this is what happens with uh, Danny Aiello's character. It's like the yeah. dog is kind of like. He's just lying down on the floor, but he walks around. He's a bit restless. He's grumbling. He's like, you can hear him go, uh, uh, uh. And, and then, so, and he's like, he starts moving away from him and the dog. And then he's, whereas like Mo is just, you know, he's asking questions about the dog yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, um, the dog's called Ben. Ben. <laughs> shit yeah. name for a dog. <laughs> uh, and uh, so then he goes off. He's very anxious and he, he goes, um, all the, all the people that have been connected to the stuff apparently have all disappeared. Yeah, they're um, all dead or they've moved abroad. No, and and you find out that they've both been eating a bit of the stuff. Like he's been feeding the dog some stuff as well. Yeah, because he uh, yeah because he, he he says oh, it's not prescription medicine, so we don't look too much into it. I think that's what he was saying. And he goes, I love it, and Ben loves it too. And he, yeah, it's 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 odd. But he offers yeah. to get him paperwork with his names on it. And that's when you find out he's proper scared of the dog because he's shit at himself as he's walking out of the living room. Yeah. And um, Mo takes Ben into the kitchen, and would you would you believe it? There's a huge pile of stuff containers in there. Oh, yeah, stuff. Um, and he gives him a few papers, doesn't he? It's yeah. like, well, <laughs> what's, um, a little file with some paperwork in. Now, that was easy enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, so um, now... Mo is driving around. Apparently, it's like half two in the morning. Yeah, because they've like very much like a McDonald's drive-through. There's a stuff bar. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's to sell stuff. 
Yeah. I mean, why would you need to go to a stuff bar if you can just buy it in the shop? It, everyone's got it, and everyone has got copious amounts of it. So yeah, it's a weird. Yeah, like a like a yeah stuff stuff through. And yeah, um, they're, they're playing the song again. I did write down it's a song about cock, but I forgot to write down <laughs> the extra lyrics that finally made me determine it's a song about penis. Yeah. Um, and uh, but no, then there's because he even comments like, "Oh, it's half twos. People still buying it, you know." And but, but, there's kids. I don't say, but what are you families. doing driving around at half past two in the morning? Mm. And it's just this is just a weird random sort of scene now because the the, the dog <laughs> in you know quotation or inverted commas whatever starts attacking. Well, <laughs> poor old yeah. Danny. Um, licking his face, yes, uh, and and you know, and he's like shitting himself, hiding under a little sort of telephone table. Yeah. And ben, uh, Ben, um, and uh, air quoting, Ben rips out the the telephone, and yes, um, stops him from calling somebody. Yeah, um, th- then a plastic dog head starts foaming at the mouth, mm. and then uh, then Ben, who has no foam, continues to go in for a fo- another another good licking. But we could assume yes. that Vickers is now dead. But so was Ben there to keep an eye on him? I don't, <laughs> or did he just turn on him? I don't I know. I don't know. Was was Ben was Ben more of an addict than, than Vickers because he's a dog? I don't know. They had less I willpower. Know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, the plastic dog head full of foam, and then the next shot, it was just a continuation of the other one with the dog furiously not attacking him. But yeah. We're, yeah, apparently, I believe we're supposed to think that he's dead. So, um, I'm I'm guessing that these papers that Vickers gave Mo lead him to now a place where uh, the the stuff was tested, um, because he goes to a gas station. Yeah, is it is it Stader in Virginia? That's right, and or this it could be any town from The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> yeah, because there's no, there's hardly anybody about, yeah. and um, but this this gas attendant, he seems desperate for him to use the toilet. Like he mentions it a couple of times. He's like, "I've just had it done out. Do yeah. You want to go and see it?" It's like, "What are you doing? What's going? What's, what's go- happening?" <laughs> I'd be very suspicious. <laughs> Look, there's another car. It's another stranger because he tells him as well that he didn't. Well, he doesn't. He say that there's no one else in the town. Everyone's moved. Yeah. Um. And like you said, this car just turns up, and we get some creepy music accompanying yeah. it, and and then a gas attendant just legs it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. So because Mo goes over to investigate it, and he gets attacked yes. by this guy, a black man. They, they they have a bit of a, scru- a scuffle, scruffle uh, <laughs> on the floor, um, and then they end up just sitting on the floor talking yes. to each other. Um, we have and this a, is where it, we have a black man called Chocolate Chip Charlie. I know. Oh my god! Um, and um, oh they're just sitting in the street, like I said. Now I don't know. He can't act for fucking Toffee. This guy, this this guy who played chocolate ch- chocolate chip Charlie. I, I because... just called him Triple C in the end. <laughs> nice, I like that. Um, and they also don't seem to know the lines either, because normally in a film. You don't tend to hear the actors talking over each other, do you? No. But they talk but over each other a lot. Yeah. And then like it was that. at a... Yeah, but thanks. It... <laughs> <laughs> no, but they do. It's almost, But it's almost like they're making up the lines as they're going along yeah. as well. 
Um, it's really odd, really strange. Because he's going. Who's who is Chocolate Chip Charlie? Triple C. Now, who I, is he? I think Triple C owned a cookie company, which I'm assuming was called uh, Chocolate Chip Charlie's Cookies or something. Um, some of his family seems to have been also on the director's board. They voted him off the board, and I think they've sold the company to the company who makes the stuff. I think. Yeah. I think that's... So he's now destitute with nothing but karate skills, uh, a stupid name, and a hat. Yeah. He's got hands of steel. Yes. Or something like that he keeps (laughs) going on about. (laughs) Okay. Um, So anyway, now they're like partners or something. Yeah. Because they go off together. Um, Best buds. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They 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 are now. They they go to this post office, and uh, you know the owner's there. He's a bit cagey, and it, it, Mo discovers that he's been eating stuff because you know he, he does. But he goes off to the toilet, and he he sort of sneaks off. He doesn't sneaks he? off. And, and he says, "We aren't bothering anyone." Yes, um, and they have this, Mo and Charlie have this conversation about kidnapping him and testing him or doing something on him. Yeah. Um, which is odd. And you hear this groan coming from the toilet and then you see all the stuff coming out of his mouth and uh, and and then he, he sneaks off out of the window. Now, what? Oh, no, he doesn't sneak out the window. Oh, he, no, sorry, the stuff does. Yeah. The, what, the, what the fuck is the stuff? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is it... What's it running it, from? Is it... It takes over people, right? So they eat enough of it and then it takes them over. and But then... Does this, what, why does the stuff come out of them to... I mean, is it, it's, is it like the thing? Is it like the parasite or the, the, the alien that lived, that, you know, that is the thing that, know, that it takes over a human organism but then wants to spread? It doesn't eat people. It keeps telling... It keep, <clears throat> well, the stuffies keep saying we don't mean any harm, which is probably a lie, but... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, what is, what is the... Yeah, what's the thought process? What is the fucking stuff? What's the thought process? <laughs> what's it supposed to do? What? I don't know. Because it, it exists. Know. You know, if it if it enters people and then leaves them for some reason without eating the insides, or because if it ate all the insides and liquefied and grew in size and burst out of them, I'd get it because it'd feel like it's part of a life cycle, maybe. Yeah, but this a bit just, like the, a bit like the blob or whatever, you yeah, know. It, but this just seems to use people like a jacket. And then it just decides to take the jacket off, but for what? For no reason. And if it can move by itself, which it can, why does it need people to mine the fucking stuff when it could just move? I, I it could just that big the lake of stuff could just go. Oh fuck it, I'm off, and just slither around everywhere. But instead, yeah. it's got this weird plan to. Right, what we'll do is we'll break me down into a billion small pieces. I'll infect people so they carry on breaking me into little pieces and then I'll escape from them or get put back together into big pieces inside... I don't fucking know. It makes no bloody sense. It doesn't. Um, Then this doesn't make any sense either because um, Mo and uh, just a random scene, Mo and Charlie are just walking down the road... And these four people just come after them. <laughs> just attack I, them. I don't think we're alone. As it's already shown four people running towards them. It's, um, 
<laughs> it's very and and it's because Charlie punches one of them, punches his head off or his face off, yeah, and and stuff comes out of him and um and and yeah, they're very brittle, aren't they? That's if the thing. Been... I mean, stuff seems to make people brittle, so that yeah. you can punch holes in people. But if you don't need people, because then, uh, you make your hosts brittle, right? So weak. So they're weak. Yeah. So do they, maybe uh, that's maybe, it. That, that it sucks the life out of them or something. I, I don't know. It doesn't seem to grow. I, it, it doesn't seem to grow. It doesn't have a purpose. It makes people a bit crispy on the outside, like they're made out of wafer. So, does it treat us like an ice cream cone? I don't know. But then it just. But I it doesn't. It doesn't kill them either. Yeah. It doesn't kill them because the, the post office man comes back. Yeah. That, Into, but, yeah. but does it turn them evil? Does it turn them evil? But why? <laughs> this stuff is shown to be able to move around. So why mm. does it need people to excavate it? Yeah, I, I can honestly think uh, that the director Larry Cohen and the the, the writers or the, you know the people who made this movie, the the producers, the film, you know the, the film company that financed it. I bet they didn't have this conversation. Um, but uh, Mo- yeah, motivation so- should be fairly clue for the you know even if it's just like oh it just wants to kill everyone, then at least it it makes sense. The, mm. the the purpose of this stuff. I mean, is it is it malevolent or is it benevolent? You know, mm. if it if it's been there if it's been there forever and it's bubbling up every now and then, then does it want to infect people? Is it? That actually, it likes being in its little fucking hole, but we keep nicking it. So we keep eating it and nicking it, and it's taking us over. Maybe it just wants to be left alone. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Maybe. maybe it's, it's yeah, not, that, that, that yeah, makes more sense. It's not because evil. Like... It's like, stop chopping me up and fucking ripping me apart. I just want to be a, a, a big sperm lake. That's all I want. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they have this little scrap, and there's a boat that happens to be there and then one of the uh, attackers handily grabs the back of the boat and gives them a push <laughs> uh, <laughs> which was awesome this is like ah oh, we need to escape oh actually give yeah. us a push mate um thanks you know, which was nice. yeah thanks um so now they, they're in a cafe um and they're asked that, that they ask for some of the stuff and the place goes quiet yeah um and uh then again like He's just met this bloke, Triple C. Yeah. But then he says, oh, go to the FBI. Yeah, what and go what and see, the fuck? Go and see Frank Herbert. Um, he gives him like a little note or something. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, how's he going to get there? I'm assuming it's a plane journey away. So how's he going to... You're just asking someone you've known for like, a couple of hours... Just to, yeah, yeah, just walk into the FBI's office in Washington and just just go and get Frank Herbert. Hmm. Um. So and then uh, Mo happens to get a lift off some people yeah. as well, which is you know good of them. Um, but it turns and, out that the, the the waitress goes to the fridge and that's full of stuff. Yeah. I was like, well, the, some if the stuff if the why if the stuffies want people to be stuffies, if you've got a diner that's full of stuff. Why, when someone walks in asking for stuff, would you say you've got no stuff if your only purpose is to make people addicted to stuff? Yeah. 
you just say, oh, yeah, have some stuff. Yeah. We want you to have stuff. You know, <laughs> join us. Because the, the film is kind of like, it's a bit of invasion of the body snatchers, sort yeah. of, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, we want you to be like us. We want you to join us. That's what the whole family thing is with Jason. They want him to be part of the family and eat the stuff. But so like, it's like, why hide it? You know, um, anyway. So they uh, then... Uh, it, I guess another random ma- scene. Moe's in a, a, a town. Um, stuff billboards, stuff sellers on the street. But yeah, how do they know who Mo is? Because I, <laughs> there's a woman selling stuff out of like a hot dog cart and she sees Mo, and she gets the fucking walkie-talkie out of it and goes, oh, I can see him. And then some other stuff person in a stuff truck tries to run him over. Yes, um, so he had a lucky escape um, at that point. So, so what the fuck? So does the, does the stuff, Why are they trying to kill him? Is the, stuff, <laughs> is the stuff for all knowing? Is it... I mean, Alan actually pointed this out to me when we did the Gremlin show. Has it got a hive mind, is what I was thinking. That's, yeah, and that's what Alan mentioned to me uh, with uh, with Gremlins, is like, how do they know what they're all thinking? Is because they're all connected, That's which I have never really thought about, to be honest with you. But is that the, is that the thing now? Once you eat stuff, you become connected to this this hive mind and you all know I don't, I don't, is it the ceo of because he hasn't even met him yet yeah. don't, we don't we, I, but it can't be that because then that makes no sense because all of the hive mind people are doing is sucking up stuff to hand it out to people so therefore yeah. my theory that it wants to go back home isn't right because if it's a hive mind then stuff is saying right i'm going to take control of these people so they can take bits of me and make more people Oh, I don't I, get it. <laughs> anyway, so he goes over to see the guy whose name was in a box, um, uh, who's the distributor of the stuff, yeah. uh, and um, he offers him a bribe to stop looking into it. Um, and so then Mo is then now walking along the street talking to <laughs> yeah. the director of the adverts. Oh, jumping around so much in the day Nicole, of Mo. Jesus. Um it's utterly fucking pointless scene, this is. Yeah. They're just walking down the street and there's more stuff adverts with dancers and gymnasts and just... I mean, uh, yeah, it just does, it doesn't make any sense particularly. No. Um, but then they're at the lab. They go to the lab and, and they, show, they show Mo the front page of the newspaper that mentions that Jason beat some stuff or was destroying stuff in a supermarket... And Mo decides that he needs to meet Jason, and then he, yeah. then he kisses Nicole. I was like, "What? When did that happen?" <laughs> and also, some kid smashing up a supermarket. <laughs> Why did that make front page fucking Don't news? Um, so anyway, they they're all having meal. It's meal time yeah. uh, at the at the the Jason household. Did um, not. Did, because you get the stuff advert in Jason's room. Did you not listen to the news? The news is talking about like a. There's an epidemic of families disappearing all over the country. Oh, no, I missed that. Yes. Oh, good spot. Nice. Oh. And uh, so anyway, um, all their, their regular food has been thrown away now. And it's all just the stuff they're eating. Um, and they're trying to get Jason to eat more stuff. Uh, and his, bro- his brother's playing Zaxxon yes. um, on, <laughs> on an Atari by the looks of it. Um and yeah, they're just trying to, and, and so Jason doesn't want to do it. The dad's trying to convince him to eat <laughs> it because about, oh, benign bacteria and probiotics in yogurt, etc. And it's like, okay, yeast. Yes, yeah, there's yeast. 
other living <laughs> organisms that we eat. Yeast and benign bacteria. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, anyway, the, he runs off. <laughs> get, him. Like, get him. Get <laughs> him. <laughs> so, Jason's brother catches him. Um, and they, so they try and give him a tub of the stuff. Um, Send him to his bedroom. Don't you come down till you've finished it. <laughs> you'd want to eat you'd like why not force feed it to him yeah. like sit like you know hold him down and open his mouth um like they do with indiana jones and the temple of doom exactly. and then force him cut yes. carly's blood um anyway so they uh he, he goes upstairs and he's got this amazing um what's it called uh this way to this, pretend that he's eating the stuff <laughs> he throws the stuff down the toilet which yeah. Im- immediately starts to try and escape yeah uh and so anyway he gets um some shaving foam and it, it makes it look like the stuff yes and he, he, he but he goes downstairs and he's eating the shaving foam yeah which he can only do so much of oh and by the way he's got return of the jedi shower curtain which <laughs> i saw um oh, and it's it's a good plan as far as to making it look like you've eaten the stuff. But yeah. You've, but to then go all the way and start eating the shaving foam, it's asking for it's asking for problems. But And also, why not just go downstairs with an empty tub of stuff and say, I've eaten it. Yeah. And like, why? Because it, it makes it look like it's a full tub of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, he goes back down with a full tub of stuff. And like, so he, and he starts eating it. And then, you know, then... They, they they suspect there's something not quite right. Yeah, um, and then <laughs> mum is serving up a delicious meal of a giant fucking tub of stuff, a just bowl of stuff <laughs> like um, angel delights. That's yeah. what it looks like a little really bit. Fluffy angel, angel delight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so anyway, then he runs away, and just Mo happens to drive <laughs> to, past his house at this exact time that he's running away and picks him up. And his family are chasing after him. Um, and so then... Uh, Jason is sick in the car. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? Because he's just oh. been eating shaving foam. Uh, ev- oh, we, ev- we all have to eat shaving foam at some point in our lives. Yeah, what the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like a sledgehammer line for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Mo goes and he meets uh, Nicole. When was this and arranged? There's like a private jet. Why has Nicole got a... Pr- Whose jet is it? I, I I don't know. Because... Oh, that was it. The scene where they're walking down the street. I think that's where he actually comes clean about not being a businessman that wants to buy her company. I was like, I'm sure she never believed that anyway. Um, and like then that's why t- he, he takes to the lab to because he's investigating the stuff. Um, the thing is, is anyway, she's just part of a fucking advertising agency. Yeah, she, so why she, would she have any access to the stuff anyway? No, and she can't she, afford a jet. No. Um, so anyway, they get on the jet. They take the kid with them yes. to Georgia. Midland, Georgia. To investigate the stuff. And they go to the factory where it's kept. Now, considering that they've tried to kill him and they want to keep it quiet... And they've been attacked. They're not... I mean, they could have just said, sorry, you can't come in here. It's unauthorised. This is where the hive mind theory fails, because no one else tries to kill him. No, they're quite happy to show him around. Two sellers who tried to kill him in the big city or whatever. Why? Yeah. I I don't know. And the kid's asleep on the plane. Yeah, they've left him on the plane. It just says, oh, when he wakes up, just tell him we'll be back. It's like, okay. Um... 
So they, they, then they get yeah they get in that limo with Elliot Howard and Michael Grimsby. Who the <laughs> fuck they are because they seem to disappear. <laughs> they go to the fact that Jason wakes up, but then the pilot gets face hugged by stuff. Yes, from the post office man. Has he run the fucking way there? Oh, how did that happen? I don't and know. So, and, and then the stuff gets into the plane and starts like coming to Jason. Um, so he escapes out the back and runs off. How far um, is Virginia from Georgia? I don't know. Because it's the post office man. No, yeah. <laughs> he was last seen waking up. The only person we ever see wake up after being having the stuff, you know, export itself from his body. Legs it out of a window. So he's run all the... How did the... How did he know to go to Midland? How did he... Well, no, no, he showed him the letters. Okay. But how did he know they were getting there by jet? How... Oh, for fuck's sake. How did he get there? I don't know. Um, so, apparently, it is, uh, via a car, eight hours, 20 minutes to get there. Fucking hell. Um, so, <laughs> this this isn't even a day, is, is this the same day? It might be, like, the next day. We're, we're talking, what, 13, 14 hours tops? That old weird man has not run there in that time. He had the stuff come out of him. Uh, so... What is his motivation at this point, anyway? I don't, I don't know. Does he throw the stuff at the pilot? Um, I missed that bit. Did I, he throw it or did he vomit it or something? I don't know, but... I don't know. It's the, I don't know. It's the first face-hugging that we get in the film. It's not the last one that mm. we get. Uh, and so, anyway, Moe's taking pictures in the factory and they're walking around. Um, and he, he's asked not to take photographs, but he still takes photographs. Yeah. He takes a photograph of the guy who asks him not to take photographs. Um, and then the boy's in a cave, and he's just walking around. He's in, and then he he, he gets he, you know he goes to a mine, um, <laughs> a, a mine that just so happens to be where they're making or they're collecting the stuff and put it in shipping in tankers or something. Yeah. Oh, there's tanker trucks there. I don't fucking know anymore. So he decides to hide on the top of a tanker, which seems like a stupid idea because there's lots of people in an elevated position and everything's grey. The tanker's grey. All of the mounds of whatever the fuck is grey. The buildings are grey. And there's a small boy in a red T-shirt. You're going to fucking notice. But then he decides, mm. oh, I don't know, I'll hide inside the tank, which is a stupid idea because... He does, Lo and yeah. behold, he gets locked in. Do you remember um, those adverts when you were a kid, like the ones that were really scary? Oh, the you brilliant know? ones where Billy Billy gets fried at an electric substation. Yeah, don't play on the yeah. railway tracks. You know, don't don't, don't swim play, in rivers because death is waiting for you. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. don't don't have a kite by uh, <laughs> overhead power lines. Yeah, or there was another one where it's like you know a, a polished floor. And uh, if you walk on this after you've been polished, you might as well be po- walking on. And then there's, they have like the bear traps or something like that. Yeah. And but it, there was, I'm sure there were adverts about you know, don't lock yourself in a fridge freezer. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were great though because when Billy went up in flames getting his frisbee, you actually saw like a pair of legs on. Well, not real legs, obviously, but they actually you know showed children bursting into flames. They were really scary. I, I. Yeah, it's why um, so bloody soft these days because they've never had any fear ripped into them. To you, it's just a worn-out fridge, but to a child, it's a caravan, a ship, a castle, even a bed, and a death trap, airtight and impossible to open from the inside. Don't let an old fridge be a new danger to children. Take off the door or smash the lock 
Or better still, ask your local council to take it away or tell you how to dispose of it before it kills a child. Yeah. Um, so, but Moe's got this thing. He's, and he, he, um, they're driving away from the factory now. Yeah, because Cassidy, who was the fellow who was showing around, he says, oh, we'll have to finish for today, but don't worry, I've booked you into a motel. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, they're really nice. Man. They've just tried to fucking kill him a few scenes ago. And now they're booking him into a motel. Yeah. It's like, what what are they doing? Um, but he has this thing. I mean, he only says it. You don't actually hear, hear um, see it come out of his mouth. You know, it's like the, you see the car driving to the motel and you just hear his voice. He says, you know, uh, he says, the thing is, if you eat enough of the stuff uh, before he takes control of your mind. It's like, how have you come to that conclusion? And why? Um, why? When they get to the hotel, do they have that little discussion about, oh, thank God we've got adjoining rooms? I... I don't know because they're in the bed. They're in the same bed yeah. together. Well, why does Nicole crack her neck? <laughs> I never noticed that. But then what? they're in the motel. She she they're in the mo- turns her head and just cr- cracks her neck about five times. Mo looks at her as if to say, "Why the fuck are you cracking your neck?" But we never find out. <laughs> um. So there's they're in the motel room. There's another advert for the stuff, and they're lying on the bed. And she's kind of asleep. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. How did I... Oh, my God. So, and he's just lying there. And I'm thinking, because you only see the top half of him at this point, and he's got his T-shirt or, or his vest on. But he's still got his boots on and his trousers. <laughs> but anyway, then the stuff starts coming out of his fucking pillow. <laughs> yeah. And it just... It's, it gets on his face. He, it's yeah. like suffocating him he does a frank drebin then like when frank drebin gets a towel thrown on him in the naked gun or police squad rolling around the floor just go and then nicole's solution is a risky one well let's just just burn it (laughs) just a bit (laughs) set fire to your face lay very still i'll pour some alcohol on your face and set fire to it um yeah and so anyway then he, and now I don't know if I pause this and I, I rewound it a couple of times because I when I, he pulls, yeah, he pulls the stuff off his face. He actually pulls his wig off as well, because um, <laughs> <I laughs> you can see he's he's fucking bald. Um, which he's, this stuff's come off him, um, and then he, he so he and he throws it across the room and um, and then randomly, who the fuck is this? This bloke turns up and he attacks them. Does he attack them or what? What's he doing? I put a curly-haired man randomly comes in, attacks them and says, leave us alone. But then uh, then he gets jizzed up as well. Stuff happens. Right, were they supposed to be on a waterbed? So the stuff... the stuff at this point attacks the man that was attacking them. Yeah, it starts coming out of the um, mattress, doesn't it? So I was thinking, it's oh, coming right. out of the bed. Is it supposed to be a yeah. water bed? But they never pointed out I... that it was a water bed. But it's actually a stuff bed. But why it's is just, the stuff yeah. attacking a stuffy? I don't know. And then sort of like it does that thing with in the Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. where you know when Tina gets killed and she, the the room's actually moving around, uh, so it gives the effect that you know they're. He's he's kind of like on the ceiling, be or whatever. Um, but it's clearly not Michael Moriarty and the the other actress. You can clearly see that it's a stunt yeah. person or whatever. Um, and 
so they decide stuff? to burn it. Yeah, but only this was all very confusing. There was lots of shots. I mean, the whole I don't know why the stuff was attacking someone who was a stuffy, and he's just sort of trying his best to squirm around in shaving foam, making it look like it's. I don't, what's it supposed to be doing to him for a start? It doesn't melt him. It doesn't eat him. He's already a stuffed person. Is he sexually aroused by writhing around it? I don't know. <laughs> but then they set fire to the stuff. It doesn't seem to set on fire very well, if I'm honest, because there's lots of... Then the stuff starts screaming and slithering about, <laughs> but then the fire goes yeah. out, but then it's on fire again. They leave and there's smoke coming out of the windows. And I was, I was quite confused at this point of what I've just witnessed. I mean, it was out the blue, I'll give it that. Yeah. You know, you're thinking, oh, I wasn't expecting the fucking stuff to come out of a pillow and start, you know, <laughs> face-hugging him. Um, it's very odd. But um, anyway, then they, they go back to the factory and then, in co- coincidentally, the kid is in the back of this truck yep. um, being knocked about because there's nothing in it at the minute. Uh, and he's driven away in this tanker. Um, and th- they start pumping the stuff from the ground into the trucks. Yeah, you see the first the first sign of the of the mother load. The, the, yeah. Yes, ground zero in the in the in the cinematic stuffiverse. Yes, um, and so but Mo and um, and the the woman are, are sneaking around, uh, seeing what's going on. Um, and they're going to steal a truck. They need to steal a truck to. But why? To, to, I, 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 yeah. Um, so he happens to have a hazmat suit or like yeah. an overall or something to blend in. So you're right in what you said earlier. The whole plan is to steal a truck of stuff so they can. I don't know what they're going to do with it because they we already ascertained scientists can't figure out what it is. So stealing it is pointless. On top of the fact that they could just go and buy it. Yeah, it all makes they, no sense. Because uh, I mean that you kind of see them mixing the stuff around when they go to the factory beforehand. Yeah, is that is but, that just uh, is that just a uh, uh, fucking hell, what's it called uh, red airing just to make it look like that, it's being manufactured? Yeah, even that, though it's just that's not actually the stuff. It's just something. I thought it yeah. was the stuff, but I thought the factory was there just to make it look like it was being processed. But in reality, all it's doing is getting get pumped into little fucking. Cartons. Little tubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when they're on top of the fucking hill, when he gets his hazmat suit and he's getting changed, Nicole cracks her knuckles. You know, so she's, she's, <laughs> she's in the space of five minutes, she's turned into someone who just cracks their skeleton. But he uh, says, and- he says, shh. Like, like, <laughs> there's all this industrial suckage going up below. <laughs> and trucks. But they're all going to stop when they notice a small woman cracking her knuckles 30 foot above mm. them. Yeah, no, and also he starts like putting these these suit these things on his boots or around his socks, like he's tying something. And yeah. I was like, oh, what the fuck's what that all about? And it and he gives her a kiss yeah. as well. Tell, so he's tells like, her to go back to the truck. Hmm. So why did he take um, her there in the first place? And it turns out that these things that he's precariously tying around his legs <laughs> are actually explosives. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> he's planting them on the quarry walls yes. or whatever. It's like, okay, where did they come from? Well, while he's doing that, um, the PA system is just playing stuff propaganda, uh, telling yes. him how one of the stuff is. I decided because it's not a flat lake of stuff. There's things coming up like shapes. I've, yes, I just decided it, to call them jizz trumpets. 
<laughs> yeah, it's very weird. It's like marshmallowy. Is it like the, you know, the stuff gr- sort of growing out of it? It's I, you know, yeah, I, know. I. What flavor do you think the stuff would be? Well, they, you can think it's a bit like vanillary, marshmallowy type. Because um, I, I was thinking it's a light, a light strawberry flavor. I, I know it's white, but I just I don't know why. I just looked at it and thought, I bet you that just tastes mildly of strawberry. Just like your jizz, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's mildly of bovril. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then the man who gave him a tour around the factory. I'm sure it's the same man, isn't it? I think it is. Because think he happens so. to um recognize him, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh and he follows Mo behind a truck and you kind of get this kind of odd music. It's it's like oh, you know, he's done so he's knocked him out basically. He's, I think yeah. you see his feet from underneath <laughs> the truck. Um and then um the the kid who's in the back of the tanker, it starts getting pumped with stuff yeah and the kid and is he's on like, a blue he's screen he's shouting at it yeah yeah he's on blue screen at this and he's point, like really badly why is he shouting at it yeah i don't know he's like oh god if you're gonna do it do it now or something like that and and uh yeah and, and mo happens to be walking by this <laughs> tanker sticks his ear jason is that you <laughs> yes it's me <laughs> um uh, <laughs> um, and then he um, he gets the, in the truck. He yeah. punches the guy, um, steals the truck, and he blows up the quarry. Um, yeah, cover, covering the stuff up. Covers the stuff with a thin layer of dust. He drives away with Jason in the back, but he also knows that the stuff is also in the back of the truck as well. So with mm. him. You know, getting the shit out of Dodge that quickly. He's not going to be gently driving. So that stuff is going to be sloshing around in the back. So really, when you see Jason, it should look like Jason's been in a fucking elephant's bukkake fucking hole. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, then, so um, Nicole is waiting for them. And the post office man just turns up again <laughs> and fucking attacks her. Yep. Um, and then... She manages to escape, and he gets run over. Yeah. Luckily, Mo at that point in time, Mo turns up in the giant truck, runs over the postman man's legs, which causes his face to implode. Yeah, his head explodes. It isn't implodes. It? it sort of folds. Well, in impl- on itself. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh. "Well, I don't know how that works." Hmm. Um. And because he, like you said, he gets run over and he's screaming and his legs are, you know, kind of like yeah. he's been mashed up and whatever. Um, anyway, they save Jason. Fight, yeah, um, after all that, he just decides, oh, yeah, there's a, there's a weird looking boy in the train, in the uh, tanker. I best get him out. There's a child. Yes. And then the police turn up and stop the truck. Yeah. Um, and this is where Mo refers to them as stuffies. Yes. For the first time. I was like, oh, amazing. Um and so they they trick the the cop because they all go around the back and it's like oh there's some stuff leaking out. This um, cop cannot act. He's a very <laughs> bad actor. Uh, and uh, yeah, so then they were at a now, castle. So they have this conversation about we're not going to stop in this town because it's more than likely being taken over by stuffies. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to head to a big town, uh, you know, or a big city. However. Let's randomly stop on the way to a castle where... 
what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I had no recollection of this. No, me, me neither. I thought that all. was the end of the film. And then I looked and I was like, why is there still 28 minutes of this film left? I was like, what, I, what, what's going on? And yeah, and so Mo starts walking up the uh, path. And the army come out, and um, are they the army, or are they just like they, a group uh, of you know pal- paramilitary are they a, weirdos? Are they like a militia or something? Militia, are they like yeah. A, are they a bit like the people in uh, Apocalypse Now, uh, Colonel Colonel Wasis? Kurtz. Kurtz. I would say cunts. Yeah. <laughs> is it, yeah. Is he? I, yeah, what's what is Colonel? Well, we know a bit of Colonel Spears' background, and that's a fucking whole heap of fun. But um, why? Who is he? Why is he so rich? And why does he have his own miniature army at a castle that he seems to just be based out of? So, th- so this is where you meet Paul Sorvino. Yeah. Um, and they go up to this kind of like watchtower, bell tower, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they have this conversation. Him and Mo. And Mo. I, I mean, I didn't really follow any of this. I'll be honest with you. This just kind of—I was uh, so he mentioned something about having photos of him, yes. and he threatens to blackmail him. Photos. But he needs—he needs his—he needs his help. Yeah. He has photos of him having sexual relations with a seventeen-year-old black girl. Right. I totally missed that. Then I seriously. Yes. So I, I wrote, "Hurrah! It's Colonel Spears, who's a paedophile?" Question <laughs> mark. Okay. From a bit later on, I thought, well, is it the fact that the person was seventy? I don't, I don't know. The legal age might be lower than that there, but I was thinking, right, is it implied that he's a bit of a pedo, or is it because it turns out he's a racist later on as well? Well, or is he? He's had had an affair, so he, you know. So this is the thing I don't get. Right, Mo wants to, to, he needs him his help, right? And he he starts sweet talking him a little bit, you know. Oh, you you know, we're sort of this, you know, this good colonel or whatever. And uh, but then he also threatens him. I'm I've got photographs yep. to send to your wife. Where does his fucking wife live? I don't know. What's what? I, I didn't think he had a wife, judging by how he acts. And and, and Spears is weird because he's obsessed with Russian people. He's obsessed with communism commies. and commies. Yeah, I, I um, didn't follow this. I just put. Mo, what's that put? Mo lets him something. Oh God! I, oh, Mo tells him that his country needs him. Something, something, commie, something. What is all I've written? Uh, but he seems he did seem quite paranoid and unhinged, yeah. doesn't he? Like, like he, he's not. Yeah. What's he done to be disgraced? Well, no, yeah. He, nah, actually, no. He says the FBI leaked him. So Mo got the photos, but then the FBI released them. So he was jettisoned by his country i'm assuming he was a famous military general maybe in vietnam and then he had an affair with a 17 year old black girl which ruined his reputation but he still had enough followers who and he was rich enough to own many things that we'll get to and a castle where he could have his own weird private army which had no purpose until this very second. Yeah. Um, so then they decide this plan is... To, <laughs> they go... The, a truck turns up and the guard at the gate stops 
the driver and the driver's like, you know, oh, is this the truck that you lost? Um, and, you know, he wants, you know, he, he kind of bargaining with him to, to give it back to him, but he wants some money. And then the next thing you know, he shoots him in the fucking face, yeah. which was unexpected. Yeah, to, um, and then the army guys turn up um, with Colonel Spears and they shoot him. And instead of like blood, squibs it's stuff squibs <laughs> <laughs> which is quite oh, funny dear. uh and he and, and and now at this point um the colonel's just he's just cur- he's just basically going yeah you stuffy sons of bitches he's calling them stuffies yeah. now as well but he didn't even know about the stuff until mo turned up and and then so they go into the building and they discover that it's like a, it's all like a big of the stuff attack it the music's weird it's like a cross between it's like a cross with the A-Team and Police Academy, the music. It's odd. Well, I don't know if it's the same music that plays over the end credits, but I made an, I thought that that sounded a bit like Superman. Like it's just it's so weird, and then they go inside the building. They find that all of the employees or whoever the people are, they're all dead. Yeah, and all, have they committed suicide or are they just has the stuff left them? Well, the at stuff's this point? left we, them, hasn't I, it? Because, I don't know. Well, the stuff's definitely left them because Nicole takes Jason outside because he sh- Jason shouldn't be seeing these dead bodies. But are they dead? Because the fucking post person woke up. So why haven't these woken up? But on yeah. the way out, and, and then, then that, but just before that. Well, hang on. Just before that, that, the Colonel and Jason have a conversation about Vietnam and yes. losing wars. Yeah. And, that you know, and the, the Colonel's like, oh, we've never lost a war. And the kid goes, what about Vietnam? What the fuck are you on about? I don't You're like know. a 10-year-old a... kid or something. Yeah, we, are. we lost that at home. I, where's, where did that conversation I come from? I, I don't know. He also calls the little kid a trooper. <laughs> Go outside, trooper. What? Oh. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, then all hell breaks loose and the stuff starts, um, breaking through. It starts chasing Nicole and Jason as they, as they're trying to get out first. Oh, hang on. Yeah. No, they just, I've just remembered there's a scene where he cracks open one of their heads and it pops like it's all hollow. It's hot. Yeah. Yeah. How is the fucking post person still running around attacking people? (laughs) Anyway, go when, on, carry actually, on. when they run his legs over, he didn't burst with any stuff. So he was stuffless, no. yet he was also hollow. Hmm. Explain, please. Yeah, yeah. Any, yeah. Anyway, so that, so um, Jason and Nicole go away yeah. well, from all of what's going on. I was tense over this sequence. I don't know. They're in like a room full of metallic carts or yeah. storage things on wheels that would have presumably contains stuff and the stuff comes in the room and obviously it hits a cart but then it the um rather than just blobbing over blobbing sorry that's a different film stuffing over the edges it kind of has to wait for itself to fill up like a bath and then flop into that they have a really slow escape by just 
getting in one cart from another one and then opening a door. But they only just make it out of the door because the stuff all comes out after them. And no one says touch it. But then, yeah, then the, for whatever reason, does, wh- where is all, the, all this stuff just starts going mad? And it... <coughs> <laughs> oh fuck me this makes no bloody sense hold on <laughs> that's right so the stuff bursts out of like the, the like, uh, like the massive things you keep beer in stills like giant industrial yeah, stills yeah. Stuff, like a vat yeah vat stuff bursts out of it and bursts through walls and all that kind of stuff stuff uh, and it seems to like cover a few people who scream and then it doesn't move and they look at it and Colonel Sanders just says right We'll just leave it as it is. We've got to go to Atlanta because we can broadcast from two stations about what this stuff can do. So, yeah, this radio station. Um, and then... that Was that supposed to be a climactic <laughs> fight? Was the stuff burst out and then it was just still? It's chased Nicole and Jason. So why, when it yeah. burst out of the vats, was there not a giant stuff monster that moved and chased everyone else? budget that's why so they just leave and, it there as a puddle yeah then there's so they're on the pl- are they are, are they in a plane now I can't remember yeah, or yeah, are they in a, a truck it's, genu- it's a different plane it's not Nicole's plane it's a separate plane it's a smaller plane yeah. isn't it I but think and they're having a they're having this strange conversation with the with the colonel <laughs> yeah. and Nicole yes about changing his image yeah. Like what? Why? Because she did well with the stuff uh, he wants in him. Oh. And any now, now I know there's a lot of stuff that hasn't made sense and he's hilarious. But anyway, I thought the, they I, go I thought this, the plane engine had died and then it just pulled out and it turned out they'd landed. <laughs> this, this, yeah, they go to this, this well, supposedly, I'm guessing, I, big city. There's more than one the, plane as well. Sorry, they're all of the army on these separate little planes. Yeah, so they all land. And instead of getting into trucks or whatever, <laughs> like they hail about half a dozen taxis. Yeah. And there's an ama- <laughs> driver with an amazing voice. He's a bit like Louis Armstrong. So, what happened here is Bob Free. Oh, God. This is when yeah, the, they... the music's a bit like fucking Police Academy. They go into, he says Atlanta. It doesn't look big enough for Atlanta. Everyone's running. They get out, and Sanders gets everyone G'd, and they all go, Bleh! and he goes, uh, make sure that you, you give everyone a 10% tip, but I want a receipt. <laughs> and this is where I, th- I started to think, is this a comedy or is it a horror? Because it, it's just, now it's just being stupid, oh, yeah. isn't it? I think at this point. Um, and then, so anyway, the, this radio station, they take over. They've got guns. Nobody seems to give what a fuck. does he own them? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've put spears. What? It, it, anyway, she, she, Nicole is writing a script for the Colonel to read. Yeah. And then Chocolate Chip Charlie turns up, um, <laughs> and he hugs Mo, and Mo gives him the weirdest hug because he currently puts his hand on his head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, and then so then Sanders. Um, not sorry, sorry, Sanders Spears. <laughs> I, I think I may have called him Sanders as well. Spears turns up or comes into the room. Who's this? And he's very suspicious of yeah. of Charlie. Um, and this just takes a total turn. Yeah. I just wasn't. Where, where where did this come from? What does he say? He said right. 
Yeah, because he's, he's not too happy at Chocolate Chip Charlie wanting, wanting in. And um, Mo and Nicole sort of use their influence on him to let, let, let Triple C have his, you know, have his say on this broadcast that apparently is going to save the fucking world. I don't know how that's going to work, but anyway. And he says, fine, I will let... I will let the coloured man speak, but one commie line or code and I will blow his head off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is anyway. Thinking, okay, these photos, was it because it was a very young lady or was it because it was a like a black lady that the photos were of? Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Well, it could be so, both. So that's me. We're all cheering the pedo racist. Hurrah. And yeah, he does definitely come across as, as a racist on this uh, uh, um, occasion. But then, so Charlie and um, Nicole go off into another room because he starts saying, oh, I, you know, she's like, will you be prepared to say this on the radio? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll tell you how, it, how they get inside and then come outside, what, what they're like, you know, something like that. And um, then she, basically he starts... He's, his neck starts going all weird yeah. and he starts like gagging and, and all this Nic- and then the stuff comes yeah. out of him but Nicole after all she's seen doesn't realise what's happening yeah the spanner yeah and so all this stuff comes out of him and it grows into the room and so you've got Mo who's in the other room uh, and the colonel uh, not yeah the colonel and whatever and um, so and he's Jason in there at this point as well? Uh, no, I think I, I think I Jason's out. This, this again. The way this was shot, I was struggling to keep up with what what was going on. I think yeah. Jason might call Spears and Mo. Um, for some reason, the stuff that was in Triple uh, C is advanced enough that it's got its own jizz trumpet, like the lake. Um, <laughs> it's big now. It's, it's quite a yeah. big pile of stuff. And, and Spears. Spears goes to shoot the glass uh, so they can get into the room, but Mo doesn't let him. Uh, so I can't remember how the glass breaks. He smashes it, I think, oh, with yeah. the, the butt, of it, butt of his gun. He then smashes a cable. Well, he cuts a cable that ends up being really frayed for no reason, like massively frayed. So Mo electrocutes the jizz trumpet. While mm. this is happening, Nicole gets bukkakied. Um, and then... Yeah, then the jizz trumpet's on fire. They take the jizz hugger off Nicole. Um, There's 30 seconds to broadcast. They get back in the other room where they're recording this world-saving thing. And, um, yeah, rather rather than Mo and Nicole doing it, or Triple C, because he's dead, uh, Spears does the broadcast. Yeah. And he, he says that, you know, America's in great danger. Don't treat it like... Um, does he mention Orson Welles or War of the Worlds or something? I don't I remember that. I can't remember, but he says, you know, this is real. There's a thing, you know, the dessert called the stuff. It's dangerous. And as he's speaking, it then goes to Nicole on the screen, who just says, and the people did believe. Yeah. And they were, so it worked, what is that? apparently. So... Um. <laughs> But just before that, I just got to say the effects of what goes on in that room were shite. Yes, I mean, like really bad. Yes, Um, you know, you think at this point the budget has just totally gone because they're they're bad. Um, But yeah, and then it's almost like Nicole is say it's the epilogue. Yeah, and just oh, it all works out in the end. (laughs) And then you're seeing all stuff being burned. Yeah, it's like you know, like they used to burn books, but apart from they're burning stuff. 
Uh, yeah. You see the factory, but we don't see the factory blow up. You see two Jerry Anderson miniatures blow up. I, I, I was going to say, you see the models being blown up yeah. at this point. And uh, yeah. And then... And the ca- the casualties like, were in the thousands, apparently. Yes. Um, I was like, where's this? So there's a few minutes left at this point. Where's this going? So anyway, Mo and Jason go off into the distributors, the big boss's office. Is it Fletcher? Uh, and yeah, it, it turns out Ugh. that the guy who employed him to find out what the stuff was—they're yeah. all in cahoots anyway. Yeah, like, ne- never trust a never trust an international dessert CEO. They're all rotten bastards. So, so where did that come from? What was the fucking point? Why why employ him in the first place? I, I don't. Oh my, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because, like I said, there was enough stuff out there. Do they have to just get rid of the stuff? But they didn't get rid of the stuff because their idea. Is that yeah? The, well, the stuff was a bit. You know, the the side effects of the stuff weren't very good. But we've got a new product, and it's called the Taste. Mm. But it's only made out of twelve percent stuff. So yes, so, so it's not as potent. Yeah, so it, it makes you it makes it moreish. So you want to eat more, but it doesn't turn you into a zombie. Yes, it's addictive, but not enough to yeah. you know burst out your face. Yeah, the fucking um, taste. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, though, but Moe's got a gun and he's got some of this stuff, like the old stuff yeah. that they've found uh, or they kept, and he forces them to eat it. And um, But they're loving it, aren't they? Yeah. Like, once they? They don't want to eat it, but then once they do, it's like, oh, I can't get enough of this stuff. Um, Moe says, and, are you eating it or is it eating you? Yes. Um, and then, so that ends... Um, and then you go to this sort of back street, you know, you can tell it's a little bit rough. Yeah, some, some uh, ne- two, a few near-do-wells just hanging around. Uh, like drug dealer type yeah. folks, yeah. except they're not dealing drugs, yeah. they're dealing the stuff. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and then he, he leaks a little bit, like, you know, he's kind of, like they do in, in um, you know, um, action movies yeah. where they, they, they lick their finger yeah. and dip it in the little bit of coke or whatever. Yeah, rub it on the gums. Um, <laughs> And then I didn't realise this until I looked it up, because I turned it off at this point. But then I didn't realise until uh, I, I read a bit of, on Wikipedia, there is like a five second There is a stinger, there clip. is a stinger, yeah. It's just someone saying, it's just one of the advertising things saying, enough is never enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, which wasn't worth no. it, but still. Um, so that was the stuff. Um, now... What it, this was your pick? Mm. So uh, did it live up to the memory? Did it have the you know? <laughs> what are your thoughts on the stuff? Well, because I didn't really have much of a memory, so I didn't really know what to expect. Um, it is terrible. It's it as a film, it's terrible. You know, the acting's weird. The plot doesn't make any sense. The budget's not very good. It's not a fucking horror film for a start. In no way, shape, or form is it a horror. Very, you know, at the start, it's a very, very, very you know, Beetlejuice is is more of a horror than this, and mm. then it ends up as a weird comedy. Tonally, it's all over the fucking place. It's not a very good film, but for this show, it's been perfect in some respect because I think it's a while since we've watched anything that was quite so mad. Because it, you mentioned like oh there's some deleted scenes and it must just be everything that makes the scenes make sense because we're all over the fucking place in this things don't tie together the main plot doesn't make any sense scenes just randomly go from 
scene to scene with no connective tissue at all. It's an oddity. Um, terrible. But I would... Do you know what? <laughs> if you've got it and you'd like to pay for it, I'd give it a watch once because it is... It's uh, eccentric enough to get away with it, but it's not a good film. It's not a good film in any filmmakery way, but it's it's worth seeing once. And I've seen it that once again now, and I won't forget it this time because I'm older, uh, but I'll never need to watch it again. Yeah, it's sort of, I mean, I think having read some some of the stuff on Wikipedia yeah, stuff. is that the, <laughs> the stuff, yeah. The intention was is that to make it a bit of a... Um, a satire on uh, fast food and mm. you know junk food and whatever and and that's fine but it turns out that it's it's not either one really is it because no. it's not funny it's there's no comedy in it whatsoever there's nothing that I laughed at um, it's not necessarily a horror film because it's not scary I mean there's some weird mo- I mean it's just some it, it is just it's a weird film yeah. there's, there's just random things happen and it is bad and i was thinking about this because um a bit like going back and watching the blob the original blob with steve mcqueen yeah. <clears throat> and and that's got some merits because you know it's a bit kitsch and it's uh you know it's a bit uh, you know funny and then the, the sequel or not the sequel sorry the remake was awesome yeah. um but then going back and watching uh, beware of the Blob, which was the sequel, <laughs> which was directed by so, Larry Hagman yeah, I, I when man, he was I off his tits. Ten minutes of that, oh, that was fucking mental. <laughs> and you think, you know, there are those films that are so bad that they are good. You know, there's some merit to them, but this is just bad. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think this, this is a good film no, at it's all. It's not a good I film, ju- but I think I enjoyed it still more than The Golden Child. <laughs> okay, because. At least it was odd. Yeah, it, it's definitely odd. I mean, I think it's one of those films that you would need to watch with a fair amount of alcohol inside you. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you'd just, you know, you, you'd go along with the random nature of what happens. Um, and, and to be fair, I mean, I I logged this on Letterboxd. Um, well, if you had to give this a, a, a score out of five stars, what would you give it? You can give half uh... stars as well. God, one. We don't normally do no, this, we, but I'm we, just curious. We don't. Right in my head, I'm working about percentages. Okay, so oh, Jesus, I prob two. Okay, so I gave it one because I was. I just thought this is shit, and I'm never going to watch well, this again. If it's five and, stars, you give half a stars. I'll give it forty percent. It's below average. But I've, I've I've seen worse. I've seen worse films. I think yeah. this kind of had an idea, like you said, with the satire, failed miserably at it. As a, but at least yeah. it had the idea, sort of. I suppose it's in one. It's not boring. That's no. that's you know it's always got going for it. But then it's just everything's all over the shop. Yeah. But so then there's there's some people that I follow on on it, and you know they've watched it and. They've given it four and a half out of five wow. or three and a half out of five. And I was like, 
Wow. I mean, I'll read this one out. This is uh, one from, I'm sure he won't mind me doing it, but this is from Welsh Benno, who I know on Twitter and whatever. And he wrote, I love this film. Reading the synopsis for the film would put off 99.9% of the potential viewers, but please give it a go and watch for yourself as it's much better than it sounds. They could only make films like this in the 80s. Genius. A cross between The Blob and Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Please go and watch it. So that was his review. Then the other person who left a four and a half review didn't um, rate it I don't believe yeah it um, wants to be the well no not the later blogs if it came out before the remake but it wants to be Invasion of the Body Snatchers but just isn't it's it, it's yeah it, it can tell it's it's got constraint in terms of the money yeah. and the finances because um, it doesn't have a huge cast and the effects are crap um, and it's just it's just, yeah, it's all over the shop. I think um, it just needed, it needed, I know I know it's an amorphous substance, but we needed some, you need some reason of maybe why-ish or what-ish. I mean, we got it, it, it comes, because um, Fletcher says, oh, it comes, just because you've got rid of it there, it comes up at several points, but, but you know, we could dig it anywhere. Mm. So it's there. But why and what? What is it? What does it want? I don't need a full answer, but an inkling. And well, I mean, they're really only the bad, the, the main bad guys in this are really the them, aren't yeah. they? Because they know that it's not good for people. Well, business, and, business are the bad guys. Uh, yeah, they know it's not good for people, and yet they sell it anyway. Yeah. Which you know, like I said, there's there's merit in that. Yeah. I think that's that's a, a good sort of story yeah, but to, you're to selling have. But, it as a horror film, though. And you don't need yes. that in a horror film. You want horror in a horror film. It doesn't have that. You miss selling what it is. Yeah. The 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 poster is the most horrific thing of the film. Yeah. But anywho, Bet, I'm glad I yeah. watched it because it's child. like I said, I, I would I'd give that it, a one. I really <laughs> did. But that's because I had more investment in it, and it turns out I really didn't like it at all. No. Uh, yeah. So now I. Unlike you, uh, I'm a bit scatterbrained in terms of what to pick. I, I genuinely don't know, so I'm going to let you pick. What? Uh, I'm going to let you pick the year anyway. What? So, do shall we go with 1981, 1985, or 1986? I'm easy on any of them. It's like I said, I can pick any one of these, but I'm just, I, you know, I'm spoiled for choice, really. 1985 so. or 86? Uh, yeah. Don't know if I'm ready for an 81 quite yet. We've had 84 and 85. Fuck it. Let's do 86. We'll go 86 first. 86. Okay. 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 So this is. I'll, I'll give you some names and yeah. see if you can guess. Because <laughs> oh, um, I always do so well at this. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. If you gave them to me, I wouldn't get this. I don't think. Um. Anyway, Billy Zane's in it. Apparently. Good. Um. Uh, M. Emmett. Walsh, you'll know him if you've seen him. Right. No. Mm. Uh, D. D. Wallace. Again, you'll know who she is <laughs> if you've seen it. She's the mom in ET. Right. Yeah. Uh, she's in the Howling as well. Is it House? And... Ooh, close. Really? Good one. Okay. That's a good attempt. That is. Yeah. Uh, but no. Oh. Okay. So. We've mentioned this film before. I can't remember the context as to why we mentioned it, but we were. Oh no! It was when we were talking about Gremlins, and it's oh, a, critters. a creature. Yes. Do you know what? Do you, know, you do you know what? And well, while, when I found that B movie thing, do you know what else I found that I had that I never knew I had? Go on. Still in its wrapper, 
Critters 1 to 4 box sets. Oh, bloody hell. I've never seen the sequels. Apparently, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is in one I think, he's, I think he's Critters 3. Oh, there you go. Ooh. So, um, and having a quick look at this guy's, the guy who directed it, uh, who's a chap called Stephen Herrick. He's directed some decent stuff. Yeah, he has. There you go. Wow. Ooh. We'll talk about him next time, though, yeah. when we come back and chat about Ooh, Critters. Gosh, I genuinely... Horror films in a row. Well... Mm. Uh, well, horror so comedy. Alleged horror films. <laughs> yeah, I've. Uh, it's been a long, long time yeah. since I've seen Critters. A very long time, and it's. It was one that's. Um, uh, that w- that was on rotation quite a lot when it came out on video. But uh, yeah, there you go. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll check out Critters. Um, but uh, no, thanks for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed us chatting about the stuff. Um, <laughs> Not too much because we had no Twitter contributions. <laughs> No, well, no, I think it's. I think it's it's a fairly niche film. Yeah. Um, I you know so, but uh, to be fair, I didn't really pimp it out that much because I've one thing and another. We didn't have much time um, but, either. To be fair, when he chose it last week, I think didn't we? True. So, um, anyway, if you go over to sixty uh, m w.co.uk that's where you'll find the website which is all of the reviews and all of the podcasts and everything else um, that uh, you'll be entertained with by uh if you go to at 60 mw podcast on twitter that's where all the giveaways are and all of the notifications about podcasts and various other bits and pieces um and i'm at dastardly jabby on twitter where are you i'm at eight mutterings awesome and also i've just realized that this show is going to be under two hours long that's the f- that's a while, might, while since we've done one. it will be actually even with trailers and a bit of music it will be uh yeah probably still be under 20 uh, under two yeah. hours which is kind of crazy um so there you go anyway thank you very much for listening have i asked where you can find you i can't remember no sorry no where can they find you, did, you? really did I? Yes. There you go. Um, I think the stuff. I've eaten some stuff. And it's rot- rotting my brain. Um, but no, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for some critters. Bye bye. Bye bye. The stuff taste that delivers. Enough is never enough. Enough is.